Good morning. We're continuing Chayyadim Hechol Shabbos. We're learning Klal Gimel, and we're learning now Simon Gimel. Uh, the second pun, the second facet over here we have to address is the din of Kotzatz. So that's what to learn. Mashir Malachit and Leischar Kiroi. He has to tell him he's going to be paying him, and the amount that he's paying him is the appropriate amount that one pays for such work. You now remember, we already pointed out like that the, the third point is the din of Kablonis. So the person is undertaking to do a specific job, and therefore he is really, at that point in time, doing his own thing. But when a person, even though that's true, that a person is a cobbler and he's doing his own thing, but if he is doing it for free, so you say, why is he doing this? Because he wants to give this to the Jew. So he's doing it for the Jew, not for himself. But if a person's getting paid, uh, so that he's doing it for himself. So if they arrange a specific amount, so that's obviously an example of cutouts, he made a specific amount. The Chayyim is adding in a scenario where they did not discuss the actual amount, but uh, the Jew said, "I'll pay you the, the the going rate," so that is sufficient. Or even if they did not discuss it, but it's always it's understood that that's going to be what's going to happen. He's going to pay him the going rate because this is always a type of work which is paid for. So the, the non-Jew is, is anticipating getting paid. So he's doing it for the purpose of getting his money. Um, the Mishnah on this last point is uncomfortable. He says that the uh, that would only be true in a scenario where it's always paid and there's there's, there's a clear standard amount. So then the, the non-Jew feels comfortable that he's going to get paid and he's going to get paid something that he's happy with. But if they have not discussed payment at all, we're just saying that since... When people always get paid for this, he feels good about it. Uh, he doesn't really feel so good about it because maybe when he hears the amount that the Jew is willing to pay, he won't be, ha- he won't be comfortable with it. So why is he going ahead with this even so? Because he wants to give the Jew the benefit of the work. So then he's focusing on doing this work to help the Jew more than just to help himself. Uh, so uh, the, But in a scenario where there's a standard price, it's always paid a certain amount, and it's obvious always that people get paid for this, so he understands that the, this, the plan is to get paid at the regular going rates. So, the, again, the logic behind all of this is he shouldn't be perceived as being doing it for the Jew. He's much do, more doing it for himself, like the Chayim says. Then when the person does the Malach on Shabbos, he's doing a Bishal Atzmoy, Oyser, Kelemayar, Hashtim, Malachtoy. He's doing it because he wants to get this done. He wants to get his money. So his, the reason why he's doing it on Shabbos is not in any way, shape, or form to, to produce the malacha for the purpose of the Jew. He's doing it to, for the, to do the malacha to, for the purpose of himself. Now the Chayyadah moves on to even a further extension of this. What about a scenario where the non-Jew is doing it for free? But the non-Jew is, Jew is, the Jew is doing it for free because it, it makes sense for him. He has some benefit which he expect, anticipates to get from it from the Jew. The Jew has helped him in many different ways, and he wants to pay back the Jew, as it were. So he's doing it not for the Jew, but because he feels a need to pay. He's trying to pay off his debt. So the Chayyadim will differentiate in a scenario where the Jew asked the non-Jew to do it for free, 
or the non-Jew offers to do it for free. If the Jew asks, even though the, obviously if the, if the non-Jew is agreeing, means he feels some level of indebtedness to the Jew, that's why he's willing to do it. Um, but then it looks like he's doing it for the benefit of the Jew. But in a scenario that the non-Jew offers, clearly it's sitting on his mind that he has some level of indebtedness to the Jew that he wants to uh, re- give back, and that's why he's offering. If the non-Jew is the one who offers, you know what, I'll do this job for you for free. You do it, the Bavari Kabar Kibal Hanachri Hanoma Yisrael. So the reason why he's offering is because he feels the Jew has given something him something of value. So that's his payment. So he's doing it to, as it were, pay off the debt that he owes for the Jew and the, to, to the Jew. So that's a form of, pay, of receiving a payment, and that's acceptable. If the Jew asks, so the reason why, even though we could argue, why would the non-Jew agree to this? Because of some benefit which he received or will receive. But that clearly is to be perceived that he's doing it for the Jew, which is problematic. Um, um, so the language of the sounds like he has, it's, it's an argument, but maybe there's, there's, there's room to be leaning it. Uh, but one should not do that, be lenient unless necessary. The Mishabur actually holds that it's usher, um, and there, there, there's not an option over here. There has to be some type of, of payment being given. The only scenario where a payment for free is mutter is if the non-Jew offers, but not if the Jew asks for it. So we'll, we'll, we'll pause over here, and we'll pick up the rest of the uh, simon in the next year. Meanwhile, have a good day.